0: The views and opinions expressed in Media Litter Sandwich do not reflect on the views of the network, station, studio, website, sponsors, guests,
1: hosts themselves, anyone or anything else associated or even not associated with this podcast. Maybe not even the person that said them.
0: In other words, do your own research and do not sue anyone over what is said on this show. And then I was and it's like, no, no, side of the mic. You're talking to the side of the mic. <laughs> you know, you're talking to it like you're about to eat a burrito the wrong
1: way. <laughs> Welcome to Media Litter Sandwich. We're the, I don't know, we're just hanging out today. Um, and if you want to be the first person to listen to Media Litter Sandwich, there is a Patreon under Toden because this is Toden's Media Litter Sandwich. Hi, I'm Toad. Uh, And uh, so you could be the very first person to listen to it. If you wish to do so, there's a bunch of different tiers. Uh, Or you just want to listen before your friends do or just hang out with me in a chat room. That's Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on DVRadio.net. That is where it's first publicly aired, at least the audio version I sit in the chat room. Uh, I don't like sitting there by myself, so come come. I, I'm a little lonely. Come join me. Uh, and then, of course, the podcast comes out in all over the place. And if I'm not in the podcast app of your choice, let me know, and I'll try to get us there. So you can always go to com or com. And with me is an experienced podcaster and movie reviewer. I mean, this is, yes. you know, like I get some free passes to stuff. Not not, not many, you know, you know. Mostly people give me a free pass. They don't even know I even do anything. Um, they just like hanging out with me. Cause I'm a nice guy and people say nice things about me. Um, but no, you actually get uh, uh, movie passes because they because your reviews.
0: Yes, I actually uh, I get movie passes and I even get like the screening links to uh-huh. uh, watch them online before they even hit theater Sometimes for those like weird movies that uh, have such a limited release that they don't want to do, like, a screening at the theater. Those are the best. Oh, go ahead and introduce yourself first. My name's Brad. I come from a website called 8-Bit Waffles, where I do movie reviews and uh, pretty much talk about all kinds of geek culture stuff on a podcast. Remember, he said 8-Bit Waffle, not Blue Waffle. Yeah, completely (laughs) separate.
1: we're first on a veteran (laughs) radio station, so, you know, you have to explain things for the dysfunctional veterans
0: out there. okay. (laughs) yeah completely different not affiliated in any way <laughs> but yeah just I, i'm i'm a geek at hearts and i'm a huge movie fan so i continually see movies eventually i start going to screenings and then the people there kept recognizing me and they were like hey you should be invited to these personally and get your own reserve seat for them and i was like i like the sound of that now you mentioned uh screenings that
1: don't really have a world premiere; they're limited. Yeah, uh, are, are those um, mostly what
0: you get invited to, or no? I get invited to a lot of big ones, especially from Sony. So, like Sony likes you. Sony, oh, loves Sony's me. desperate,
1: man. I've seen their Ghostbusters 2016. I, I that think wasn't they're... good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I even when you know they were like, "What'd you think of the movie?" No, no, that wasn't a good movie. <laughs> So, what was the last good Sony movie you saw? Uh, I enjoyed both the Spider-Man movies, even okay. though it was controversial. I liked the Venom movie. Okay, I've not seen Venom. My, my nephew B loves uh, liked it. I don't know if he loves it, but he liked it. Yeah, um, and there was uh, Bad Boys for Light or. Bad Boys... Okay, that's Sony. Okay, that explains that, why I didn't see it. Yep, that was Sony. I'm joking,
1: Sony. If you want to sponsor, I love you. Yeah, that one...
0: I like your TV set. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't the same as the other two movies. Uh-huh. It was more like a Fast and Furious kind of style to it. Okay, that so, makes sense. Not bad, just yeah. not like the other two. Yeah, so it, it was different, yeah. but not bad. It was just kind right. of... You walked into it expecting Bad Boys, and you came out going, well, that was just Will Smith in a Fast and Furious movie. Not necessarily bad, just not what I was expecting when okay. I walked into it. How was Martin Lawrence? I haven't seen him in anything in a while. Uh, he was still good, but he's... You, you can tell that, you know, he, he hasn't been in anything recently. He was there for a paycheck. He, he was there for a paycheck. He didn't do bad, but you could tell <laughs> with him. okay so I, yeah. I I
1: do want to know about, like like the smaller releases because those I had the most fun with. I had a little more money to play around with. I'd always look in the papers and try and and go to the movies. They're like, "Oh, this is only playing once in one theater or this is a fathom event or something." Yeah,
0: I'm gonna go check that out. So, there are four really big ones right now that everybody's talking about. Okay. And this uh, is recorded in advance. So, it's okay to say some
1: spoilers because this won't be out for like two months. We okay. are recording January and I just got rid of
0: the date. So, it's like January 20 something. And this probably won't be out till March. Okay. Uh, I'm still not going to worry about spoilers because I don't want to spoil these movies. I highly recommend that even in March, people check out these four movies. Okay. Uh, First one is called Parasite. And it is... I want to say the director is from South Korea. It's an amazing movie that... It, just go into a blind. I don't even want to tell you anything about the movie. Just go into a blind. It's a nice little thriller movie from Stop South reading Korea. my
1: mind. I, I I was thinking, who was the last movie critic I had on the show? Oh, it was Tommy Edison, the blind movie critic. And then <laughs> the next thing you said was go into this blind. Stop reading my mind, okay? I knew.
0: It's going <laughs> to throw you off. <laughs> but it, that, that movie is great. And uh, I'm just going to keep interrupting. I'm messing with you. Go yeah, ahead. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. I'm used Good. to it. Good. Uh, but yeah, that movie is amazing. Parasite is it's one of those movies that I didn't see any trailers for. I just got invited to go see it. And I was mm. like, Ah, it's called Parasite and it's a thriller. And then later, I found, as I'm sitting there, I was like, oh, this is a Korean movie. And then it just kept getting better from there. And I was like, oh, this movie is, oh, the, to the point that I was on the edge of my seat going, this movie is amazing. Was this it- is going to be talked about for a while. <laughs> and it's blowing up in the globe, Golden Globes and oh, okay. everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's blowing up. And I'm excited because it's one of those movies I got to see before most people and now everybody's talking about i get to go yeah i know that movie that movie was good i knew it was good before most people knew it was a movie yeah it's like (laughs)
1: pizza man i ate it before it was cool yeah i had chicago deep dish before chicago even knew there was deep dish oh so uh, so so parasite is it
0: subbed or dubbed or in english Uh, the version that i saw had subtitles on it okay so, see, I think that makes a difference
1: too. Yeah. Um, when you're watching a movie and you have to read the subtitles, uh, depending on how much, depending on how much uh, uh, speaking there is you're you know you're either missing the action or you're paying way more closer to the action to pick up on subtle things you don't get through the subtitles like that's why i loved silent movies mm-hmm. um really old school silent movies cuz they would you know cuz they would only show you like a little bit of the dialogue that's important but there's other dialogue like hi how are you you know look at this thing over here and they only show you oh hi I'm so and so and then you see them make small talk you know they're making small talk Mm -hmm. until they say something important then that comes up on the screen so you pay attention what they're doing and then all of a sudden the jump scare happens oh yeah and like oh my and then See, you realize it's 1915 effects, and it's really not that big of a deal, except for you're in a room by yourself, and you're paying really, really close you're attention. You're so
0: immersed in the movie that you're paying so close attention to it, even the stupid of it. Yeah. It has the it effect, where it isn't a scary movie, but you get so enthralled into the movie that all of a sudden, like the slightest movie, and you're like, oh, okay, okay, that's, that's okay. Yeah. That was nothing.
1: So, I'm wondering, did that, uh, um, in your opinion, make Parasite a
0: better movie? That, I can't say for sure. I think the fact that I went in without any expectations of what I was about to see is what helped the most. Oh, that, that it does. It totally does. I, I want to say that uh, it, the version I saw might have even been like a redub of it, because I don't think it was in Korean. It might have been. But... Uh, The version I saw did have subtitles and I don't think it was in Korean, but I don't know if that's how it was intended to be or if it was overdubbed later on or anything like that. Uh, But that was just the version I saw before it came to theaters and everything like that. So the version that came to theaters might be completely different than what I saw in terms of like the dub and everything. I haven't gone to the theater to watch it again. I should, (laughs) but I haven't. Um, I suddenly get to the theater and see Cats before that goes away.
1: I just just want to see this phenomenon. People are saying it's so bad they want to see it again
0: and throw stuff at it like it's a new Rocky Horror or something. I think my favorite thing about that movie is the fact that after it released – they pulled the original release and put a re-release out that fixed some of the like, uh, effects and stuff. Okay. See, I heard they
1: didn't totally do that. They patched it. But then again, I heard there's, I heard there were several, uh, um, different versions. So they might've did that. And then, Another thing came up and they patched it and I heard it was the first movie and I could be wrong because like I said, this is what I heard, but I heard it was the first movie not to be like withdrawn and given a new one, but actually send a patch to the movie theaters.
0: Yeah, because everything's digital now in movie yeah. theaters. So, it, yeah, when they pull and re-release, yeah, it's a patch. It's it's the same thing. I heard thing. The,
1: there were the, it was the first movie that actually got a patch and not just a complete, like, here's a new one. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I think... I could be completely yeah. wrong. That's just something I heard and, and the person told me like, No, I just read it and they're sent to
0: all my A V geeks. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I overheard it when somebody was mentioning it to me and then I quickly Googled and was like, Oh, you're right. And I did no other <laughs> research into it beyond that because it's cats. I could yeah. care less well, about well, that. Well the movie. idea that it was patched, uh, uh, yeah, that uh intrigued not,
1: me. yeah, that intrigued me. And I know I heard like like the first films, like like somebody like their whole face was not done and then after that someone said oh it's only somebody's hand and so one of those probably you know was a patch mm-hmm. and then, then the other one who knows but yeah. I don't know. I want to see because I just heard it was so bad. Yeah, that's a train wreck of a I, I movie that I haven't see, seen yet. Yeah, like my girlfriend wants to see it, and we want to see it for completely different reasons, <laughs> and we have to watch
0: it separately, or else I will annoy the heck out of her. That's where you get two tickets on separate ends of the theater. No, I'm.
1: I, I'm lo- no, if I, my favorite time to see a movie, if I'm going to go to the movie theater for a movie like this, I want to. Get hit the first showing on like a Saturday or Sunday morning, so I got the theater to myself and I could be as arrogant and 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 as much of what's going at the door yep. oh um a, a, as arrogant and loud as I want
0: to be because those are the best, and sometimes if a movie's bad enough, everyone else is doing it too, so it's yeah. okay there there's an amazing factor when you go see a movie like five weeks after it releases on like the matinee showing on a Wednesday yeah. and you go, oh, I have the theater to myself. This is amazing. These the- seats are disgusting though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is in the theater that they haven't changed the seats out since the sixties. And this theater was built in 1984. <laughs> How
1: is this possible? <laughs> I love it. When, when someone comes in like to check on you, be like, Hey, are you okay? We heard you out, out there. Like, Oh, no one else is in here. So, oh yeah, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're like, we came to see if you're, oh, oh, there's no one else in here. Yeah, I'm enjoying the movie. You want some popcorn? Look at this.
0: <laughs> I did have a time where I was sitting in a the theater and I, I think I was the only ticket and they <laughs> probably went, yeah, there's no way the guy that bought a single ticket is going to see this movie at, you know, I think it was like 9 a.m. on a Tuesday Cause I had the day off work and I was just like, (laughs) I don't want to sit at home. I just want to go see a movie. And I was like, what movie is just playing at the earliest? Perfect. That's a great movie to go see. So I sat down, they did the preview, started the movie about 20 minutes in the lights, all like go off. The projector turns off and I'm just sitting there like, "Uh, what just happened? (laughs) The the movie was playing. I left the theater and went to like the concession and was like, yeah, I was in, like, Theater 11, and the movie just stopped, and they were like, oh, we didn't think anybody was in there. <laughs> I just went, well, I was in there. I was trying to watch the movie, and I started watching the movie, and then you stopped me. <laughs> and they were like, oh, sorry for the inconvenience. Here's, like, a free admission pass. Oh, and, just turn it back and, on the movie. Well, they did turn it back on okay. for me. They And, uh i just laugh at the thought of one guy going up to the theater projection room going he accidentally turned off the movie on people and then just looking out and seeing me in my seat with you know just a drink <laughs> just waiting there for the movie to come back on he flips projector back on and goes i don't what am i doing with my life but yeah i still got a free admit pass because they were like oh we're so sorry we didn't mean to that's we-. awesome but uh And getting those like lone theater, I always love that because the worst thing about movies is the other people in the theater. Uh, I even built my own theater room in my basement because Mm -hmm. I want that theater experience without actually having to deal with other people. Yeah, you don't want me in there unless you want a mystery science
1: theater experience, but not as good.
0: (laughs) Oh, uh, I'm trying to remember what movie it was. It was like... uh, Taken, but with Jackie Chan. I'm trying to remember what it was called. It was like, came out in like 2016, 2017. Uh, I don't remember the last time I saw a Jackie Chan movie. But maybe it wasn't Jackie Chan. I want to say it was, but maybe I'm wrong. But it was like Taken, but Mm -hmm. with not uh, anybody that had anything to do with Taken. It was just a complete ripoff of that movie. Okay. And... I went to it with a couple friends and we ended up going into the wrong showing of it. So we went to one with like Mandarin subtitles <laughs> and we were the only ones in the theater except for one other couple, which I don't know if they like went because it was the Mandarin one or if they like us just went on the <laughs> thing and we're like, walked into the theater and was like, what is this? Cause all the previews were normal. Right. There was right. no indication that we were in the wrong showing for it or that we bought the wrong tickets for it because we bought it from the kiosk booth thing back when MoviePass was a thing. Yeah. So it, we went to it and then subtitles it all in Mandarin. And the entire time we're just laughing and ripping into this. Like I felt bad for the other couple, but they were also laughing. So <laughs> it wasn't that bad. And it, it was, oh, I, if you ever get a chance to accidentally go see a movie with subtitles for another language, guarantee the theater will probably be close to empty and you'll have that like nice theater experience, (laughs) but you're going to have these annoying subtitles at the bottom that you can't read the entire time. So
1: what's, um, so what are some of the worst theater
0: experiences you had? Oh God. Uh, actually, one of my worst theater experiences actually happened at a movie screening.
1: Well, that's one thing I was curious was like like are more people more pretentious when they go to a movie screening? Like- well,
0: with the movie screenings, they have the security there that makes sure that you don't have any electronics. So if you have like an Apple Watch, even they'll tell you to take it off. Uh, they no cell phones. If they see you doing anything suspicious. They'll pull you out of the theater. No questions asked. Makes I've sense. seen people get pulled out of screenings because they check their the time on their phone and stuff. And at the beginning, they'll always go, if you pull out your phone or anything, we will go through it to make sure you don't have any like photos or video from the movie or audio even because it's being you're seeing it early. We want to make sure that you don't leak anything online. Yeah. So they go and, through. And, that and there's whole.
1: also the whole your phone's bright and there's reviewers here. D- don't that don't, they don't, don't even don't care worry. about oh they don't okay
0: uh, when it comes to that it's purely to save the company or to save the studio from having to deal with a leak from a screen okay. you know showing of the movie and so people do not have their cell phones out for the most pe- part people are fine during those nobody is disruptive because they don't want to be kicked out mm-hmm. and they know they will be kicked out because i've seen people get kicked out <laughs> Quite a few times, and it's always hilarious. I always love seeing it. And every time I go to a movie screening, I go, Maybe it'll happen again this time, too. <laughs> it'll be amazing. But there was one screening that I saw for the movie War Dogs. Okay. And first off, not a good movie. I didn't enjoy it at all. I'm trying to remember which one that was. That was the one with uh, the fat dude from Super Bad okay. and some other guy. So. During that screening, uh, security were, like, on the sidelines and stuff. And I have no idea if the regular people for, like, security were just off that day or what. But the two people were on their phones, like, brightness, full blast. Whoa. Just doing God knows what. And in every time I, like, kind of look over and it, it's just glare mm-hmm. going from them. And then I look around and there's other people on their phones during the screening. And it's like, this movie comes out in a week and a half still. It's not like it comes out tomorrow and this is like a just preview screening kind of thing. It's This is an actual screening. And the security there didn't care to the point that they were breaking their own rules. And people were breaking the rules there. And it was just so annoying because it was kind of that moment of going hey, you're supposed to be the authority on this. Your job is literally to not make sure this doesn't happen. And not only are you doing what said thing is, you're allowing other people to as well. And that is kind of like the annoying. Like, I'll go into a movie theater. Actually, I have an even better one, too. Uh, A non-screening one. Back when uh, Moana came out. Uh, My mom wanted to go see that one. I was like, I haven't seen it yet. Why not? Let's go see the Moana movie. And great movie. Absolutely loved it. But going there, uh, seated next to us were two parents and their two kids. And I assume that this is the first time they've ever been to a movie theater. Uh, They probably saw, like, the giant building and were like, what happens in there? (laughs) And then they were like, it's a giant TV. And they just happened to get the seats right next to us, because the entire time their kids were just kind of like screaming and the oh, uh, doing like no. these like, oh, "I'm dancing with the movie. It's fun and stuff. And the parents were well, it's taking a cartoon. It's a well, joking cartoon. But. but then the parents were taking pictures with Flash of their kids dancing along with the movie. and, yeah, you know, it oh my God, it was. So I know there's at least one of those pictures that they have where I was in the background flipping them off. So that that brings me a little joy knowing that I ruined at least one of their fake pictures that they were taking while ruining my movie. Yeah, my and- buddy Carl does that when people take selfies at concerts and they won't put their phone down,
1: and that's standing like right in, uh, oh, uh, right that. in his view of the band is their phone, and they won't put it down. They're either recording or taking selfies. You just see him flipping, like, like photo bombing, flipping them off. I mean, and
0: I, they did that to me. I just, I, I, I wanted to spike their phone. Oh, see, I, I'd be in a new level of like dickish. I'd be like, hey, is that a new phone? bam, you don't know who I am, and just blur into the crowd. (laughs) What's, like,
1: is there a difference in attitude for the screenings versus a normal movie?
0: Uh, Like, in terms of how it's run, or...
1: Like, when you're going in, like there's sometimes you go see a movie and you're like, oh, I'm a fan of this thing, I'm a fan of this thing, and you and you guys kind of geek out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Are there people that go there like I am a re-, you know like like with a hoity-toity attitude? Oh, I'm my- sure
0: most people aren't like that, but I, I I'm curious. There there are a couple people that you can tell go to screenings just to go. I'm gonna write my review about the like pretty much the kind of people that you'd see going to a restaurant. And they go, I'm a Yelp reviewer. And it's like. Okay, already I don't like you. Like I don't walk into a movie and go, like, "Man, I hope this is good or else I'll give you guys a bad review." Like no, stop it. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Sit down, enjoy the movie or leave. And there, you can tell the people that like sit down and go, oh, "This better be worth my time." And then you also see like the like super fans, like the other reviewers that are kind of like, you know, oh my God, I'm a huge fan of this. I can't wait to see how this turns out. And then you have the people going, I I don't know anything about this. We'll see how it goes. Mm. And you can kind of see the different vibe and like different like press people that show up to these kind of things. I found that the hoity-toity kind of people always come from like newspapers for some reason. I don't know what it is. And not even newspapers I've ever heard of either. It's not like people from Detroit Free Press or something. It's from <laughs> Dave's Attic Reviews newspaper blog. And it's like, well, hold on. What? I'm sorry. Newspaper blog? Yes. I get all of the views. Oh, okay. That's what? nice. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's cool. This movie better be worth my time. Yeah, I, I hate everything about you. <laughs> I just want you to know that there isn't a single thing about you that I like at all. Uh, I, when I did a couple of them, I would just lie and just
1: make fun of myself for being there. Well, <laughs> I, I Everyone gave a different, you know, they're like, what are you doing here? Oh, I won tickets from a radio station. This is so cool. Is everything free? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I do remember uh, going to New York comic con two years ago and kind of walking around and, uh, it was before I was like trying to get press badges and stuff like that mm-hmm. and everything. And so it, we were kind of at a moment of lapse between, uh, what is it? The panels and stuff like that and stuff to do. So I was like, oh, I'm going to try and go toward like the media room and like talk with uh, the security people and see if they know any information on like getting media passes for a future convention and stuff. Spoiler and, They never do. No, they never do. Uh, it's a good attempt, but it never works. Kind of went toward like the media access room and stuff like that. And kind of like after being told, yeah, we don't have any information on that. We were like, ah, okay. And we started walking away and there were two people that got media badges in front of us and they were talking. And I remember one of them going, I can't believe that they're giving media badges. to just anybody now that one guy just has a blog about pirates of the Caribbean. And he got a media badge Nobody with a blog should ever get a media badge. You should have to have actual credentials. And the first thought in my head is if I ever get a media badge, I'm going to tell people that I do like a blog on puppies (laughs) and cosplay or something crazy. I get all of like five views every week. It's amazing. You know, do you have a Twitter? What's a Twitter? (laughs) What about Instagram? No, we use Flickr (laughs) and you got a media badge. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? This is, God, is so cool. There's not a lot of dogs in cosplay, though, so I don't know why I'm here. You know, just yeah. keep rolling into it until you can see the steam from their ears. Yeah, yeah. See, that's one thing that I always love is, like, the people I go, I earn this more than you. What did you do beyond me to earn this more than me when it comes to something like this? It's, it's not like I'm getting special privileges in some way. Like, if I was, yeah. you know the uncle to the person that runs the thing. And I got free badges that way. And then you had to bust, you know, everything that you could in order to get to that point. I can understand you being a little upset, but at the same time, everybody that's creating media is still doing the same struggle. It's not like one, you know, everybody's putting in the work. Granted, if you put up a site and you just put up like a coming soon page and then you get badges, yeah, I'm gonna question that a little bit, but I'm not gonna question you. I'm gonna question the people that made the decision to let you, know, you in. I, I no longer go to like playlists live or VidCon. Mm-hmm. But uh, one thing
1: was interesting was you know ever not everyone anymore. That's one reason I don't go. But um, there was definitely a period of the time where over seventy percent of the people there were all creators. Mm-hmm. And there were people like, how did they get a media badge? They got like nobody underneath, you know, they got no oh, followers, I, but yeah, I have to pay for everything, but they got, it's it, that, it's like, you know what, go research them and find
0: out. You yeah. never know. It's also a way of how you sell yourself too. Yeah. If you sell, You could have a hundred subscribers and sell yourself better than the guy that has a million. Right. It, and it, they tried
1: and they yeah. tried that. That's a huge difference. People come up to me. How come you got a media pass? And I don't, well, did you try?
0: No, I didn't think they give them to people. Okay. Yeah. Well, and and that there and that's go. it. Um yeah, it, it, b- not I, only that, but it's also a try and fail process. It's mm-hmm. not people don't just go, "Oh man, I just, you know, registered a domain name. Now I'm going to get media passes." No, it's a try fail, try oh, yeah. again kind of thing. It, you know, I didn't get movie screening like onto a uh, press list like just by going up to a dude and going, Hey, I, I got a website. Uh, it, it was concurrent. It was, you know, emails going back and forth for a couple of weeks before I made it on there showing that I was reviewing the stuff and showing that I was coming to the, every single screening that I could get. And it wasn't even like I was getting invited to them. It was, I was scouring the web for mm. those screening events and then getting a pass for it. Uh, know, and how were going- you doing that? Were you at, you know, like, what were you looking at? Were you sending emails to a manager? or? W- uh, I actually started with a website uh, called Advanced Screenings, mm-hmm. which is basically it's just a site that kind of you type in your zip code and you can see what screens are coming up. And people submit like if uh, there's a contest by radio going on, they'll submit that link and go, hey, there's a radio contest to get screenings for Sonic the Hedgehog coming out in February you can see it a week early if you win and I'd go through there and I'd find the people that were getting the passes there I would Mm -hmm. subscribe to their newsletters and I would set up uh, monitoring software on their websites in case they changed anything on their site so that way if they posted like new screenings going up I'd get, like, an alert on my phone. So then, you're trying for contests? Pretty much. Okay. So that's where I started. And then there's also people that go, hey, the first 10 people that happened to click this link and get two passes to go see this movie. Mm-hmm. And because I was getting pinged every time any of those <laughs> sites updated which it gets really annoying when all of a sudden some uh, website goes, we're going to post 15 reviews today. (laughs) And then I'm just sitting there going, that's a review, that's a review, that's a review, that's a review, that's a review. Screening, click, 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 (laughs) click. And uh, that's how I started off with it is it it was work put into it. And it's paid off now, but it's not like I just walked up and went, hey, Sony, I like movies. (laughs) <laughs> can I, can I come, can I come see the, I, I want to see the movies. And they were like, you're on the list. I like your attitude, kid. Uh, no, it, it was hardship of kind of going, Hey, I saw this movie you guys put out. Here's a review for it. And the turning point was probably the seventh or eighth, like Sony specific movie that I reviewed, which was happened to be uh Spider-Man homecoming. And after that one, I like sent them the review and I was like, Hey, I reviewed the movie. I waited until the embargo was lifted. I posted it literally like 10 minutes after the embargo lifted for reviews. I already had it pre-written. I was ready to go, everything like that. And the next thing they sent me was an email going, we need you to fill out this form and send it back to us. And then, uh, just let us know what zip code you want us to inform you of screenings going on. And I was like, I'm in. That's it. Nice. That, that was the point. And see the closest thing happened
1: ha- the closest thing to that that happened to me was Oh yeah, we want to send you more books aimed at fourteen year old girls. <laughs> Here you go. Cause I cause I was because i was curious so i started doing book reviews and i found a couple sites that would give me free books to review them and mm-hmm. so all these books were meant for 14 year old girls and then they're like oh hey we're the right demographic for that we've actually sold books based on your reviews and the and, you know so the company put me on their list and i'm like i'm
0: i'm good What were your, you review shades of gray is a wedding good time. The, the best uh, quote that I got, and
1: I've said this before, was when I said, if twilight was too complex for you, you should check out this book. (laughs) I meant that as an insult, but people actually bought the book based off of that.
0: For uh, media access, but yeah, yeah, it's it's one thing that uh, I always love when people that worked hard think that nobody else worked as hard as they did to get to that point, point. Mm-hmm. and yeah, I've seen people that did less than me get further, but my thought on it is going, if they could do it, that means I can definitely do it. Yeah. I can definitely get to that point. If my Barbie's blog 2.0 could get past his New York Comic Con, I think I stand a chance. And instead of going, my Barbie blog 2.0 kitten edition shouldn't have gotten those passes. That's not fair. I don't like that. I'm going to complain about it on the internet. Yeah. Like, that's one thing that I just never got is the whole, like, no, you don't deserve that because I don't think you deserve it. So you shouldn't have it. No, shut up. That just gives you a new level to try and attain to get over them.
1: Yeah. And the, What I hear more, maybe because I like to talk to people, is – the uh, people think, I still don't know how I got here. And they feel like they don't deserve to be there. And that's the worst part Oh, yeah. is the people that actually feel like I don't deserve these passes. I don't. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Even, you know, it doesn't matter if you got them on a fluke. Doesn't matter. Doesn't, doesn't matter if it was a friend of a friend that got that put you on the list. Doesn't matter. You got it. You be you. Don't try to be someone else. You Mm -hmm. do what you came to originally do.
0: That's why you're here. Or because we're were friends with somebody. So what? Who cares? There's only one scenario where you can get media passes where you don't deserve them, and that's because you walked into the media pass room, saw the list of names, and went, yeah, I'm Steve. I need his patches, please. Unless Unless you lied to get there. Yeah. If you lied to get there, first off, you're a terrible person. Uh, Second off, whoever actually lets you in on a lie is terrible for actually believing it. Okay, so here's... So it's a dual kind of blame kind of thing. So here's a thing that
1: does happen, and it's not a lie, but it's also... Weird is, you know, I make my own press pass for myself. It just, you know, has my website on it, has who I am, and has a picture of me. And I do this because not everywhere has press passes. They literally just wave you and let you in for events and uh, also public events where you don't need any pass. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, when I'm walking around with the camera doing video, sometimes in these public events, people are like, hey, who are you? And here you go. Or they're like, hey, I'm not going to talk to you. You because I don't know what you're doing with your video. I don't know who you are or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, well, here's my press pass. And they see that you took effort to do something, and you're probably representing something. It doesn't really, yeah. you know, that's when I don't say YouTube, I just say my website. Um, and, and it does give you credibility, even if it's self-made credibility. Yeah. Uh, one website I used to work for, um, the owner thought it was a brilliant idea because we we're trying to get more volunteers to write for us to have um our Media passes, but instead of having people's pictures, it was just like a blank shadow, you know, old school Facebook profile picture, you know, default. Right. Um, so if they, and I was like, no, do not hand these out. They have to be someone that swears up and down that they're actually going to commit. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they don't, that's fine. Because we have like a hundred of them or two hundred of them or whatever. But I want a promise. I don't want to just hang them out, hand them out to anybody, which was sort of his original plan. So I was very selective and I'm so glad I did, because we'd hand these things out. Keep in mind there's no there's a website name on them, mm-hmm. but no actual name and and no picture on them. And they were oh, getting so it's the
0: generic kind of like super generic. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and they were getting backstage on these. Like, they were walking okay. like straight into the green room and backstage and interviewing people off of these these press passes that we made ourselves. It didn't say the name of the event. It was for the website. Mm-hmm. It was credentials for the website. So they're not press passes or anything like that. Um, and there are times where if I'm wearing that, I could get access to certain areas you wouldn't normally have access to. Yeah. Is that cheating? Or... Because I know people that did that off of, like, just having a business card sometimes. And, like, I got a press pass. Like, oh, okay. Oh, you're from that company. Okay. Even if they're just an intern. (laughs) That's just talking your
0: way into a situation. I wouldn't call that cheating. Uh, Only because... (laughs) Just bad security. (laughs) That's bad security. Only because... I if I called that cheating, yeah, it would be pretty hypocritical. <laughs> okay, here's the story. I've, uh, so, there was a uh, I'd, I'd call it an extremely small convention. You probably never heard of it called uh, Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So I know some people that were there, but I didn't go. Yeah, uh, biggest Star Wars event that you know happens convention wise. Uh-huh. Um, terrible security. Very laughable security. Um when i was with a couple people we just had i had a friday badge uh i was with two people that had four day badges i went all four days uh (laughs) with just my badge it's not like we swapped badges or anything right and uh they had like these contests where you had to win in order to get to see like the uh Conference where they show or the panel where they showed the trailer for Rise of Skywalker for the first time and showed a bunch yeah. of stuff for it. In order to get in there, you had to win a contest. We walked in. Uh, there was a contest thing to see like the preview for Mandalorian stuff that you couldn't see, like even it, this one wasn't even streamed. Uh, the, the only way to get in is if you won the contest, you were a verified winner, you had to show them the email saying it, they scanned your badge, confirmed that you were a winner. We walked right in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> If you're seeing a you know trend here, um, one of the days we well that's just not being stopped. It's not like people I know yeah. that would take
1: you know some of the uh, badges. I feel like I'm being a horrible person now, but there's some conventions that you have your pass and your pass is actually double sided like a piece of paper that 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 is bent so it's two sides for your name. So they'll take it, rip it in half hand it to someone and then they'll hang the and then they'll have an empty lanyard and they put that side in their lanyard and be able to walk right in. That's also why the uh um that's a terrible idea for your security pass.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well I remember at Yomicon it's a huge thing that people like take a pass from last year and they do like a photocopy of their friend's badge from this year. And then they just kind of glue it right on top of it and then they walk around because it looks the same. It's got the plastic yeah. and then Yeah. Well I've seen people just take their pass not from Yumcom for other places, just
1: take literally take their pass from the previous year and just put their business card in front of it. Oh, um, that's a good one.
0: Yeah. Oh, I might not get my Yum pass this year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's in the lanyard too. You know, the ones that we had the plastic lanyard, you just stick your business card like why's your business card there is. Mm-hmm. Well, they put the wrong name on it or yeah. or I wanted my, you know, like I didn't want to go by Scott, I wanted to go by Toted, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Th- there's just that kind of like uh thought process of I'm I'm doing this for good reason. And then there's the people going Oh, I'm taking advantage of this full force. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, VidCon, they have, like, a cardboard pass. And, uh, like, a whiteboard cardboard pass. And and they change it up every year because a lot of people do try to break, you know, go in there for free. Mm-hmm. And I see security guards and this is the best thing, though. Security guards bragging when they find the forgeries. Like, this is not real. And they're like, yeah, hey, you thought you could catch me. I love those moments. I was going
0: to say, I'd love to see those moments. Those yeah, have to be great moments. They started
1: putting up fake ones on the wa- on certain <laughs> walls and saying, these are not real passes. Mm-hmm. Do not buy these. And most of them are just papers
0: that are laminated. <laughs> <laughs> like some really bad ones so that's an example of good security uh, uh going back to star wars celebration <laughs> <laughs> this is great so another great moment is when everybody's filing through they have these metal detectors and you had to walk through it play it everything How your pumpkins put it in the box box goes through a different thing if you got a backpack somebody has to go through your backpack blah 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 and, you know uh-huh. standard con procedure for a big convention like Yoma con here they don't do anything like that but they don't really need to worry New York Comic Con does it San Diego Comic Con does it yeah. Star Wars Celebration does it uh, but one of the best moments is after we were getting out of those panels that we were sneaking into. We were going back to the main convention floor. This was on Saturday. Keep in mind, I didn't have a Saturday badge with me. Uh, the two people I was with actually didn't have their badges out. They just had them in their backpack. And so th- it's a huge group of people coming from this panel to get back into the convention. None of them having badges on, on display. Uh, no, no, that's that's not that that's not possibly. But at the same time, okay. that's not where I'm going with this. Okay. So security guards are literally, their entire job is to go put your put your stuff in the box. It's going to slide through. You come through. The machine's going to beep and tell me we're good, and then you're going to go on your way. If you have a backpack, open up the bag, and then we have to look through it. Um okay. One lady, I assume her shift was just starting and the person explained to her, okay, so when they come with a backpack, you had to go through it, make sure they don't have anything that can be dangerous, blah, 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 everything like that. Cell phones and everything in the box. You go through and then they're on their way. And her response was, I don't got time to check all these bags. And she just pushed a line of like six bags right through, not even opening them or anything. My bag was in that. that. I've (laughs) seen that. And it was great because the my bag was in it. And then I was like, I'm going to take my stuff out of my pockets. And they're like, just go through. And the thing beefed at me. I was like, oh, and they're just like, go, 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 go. And I grabbed my bag. Didn't confirm I grabbed the right bag or anything. <laughs> so I, I know my bag, but yeah. I could have grabbed two of the bags and just ran. And <laughs> they would yeah. have not cared at all cuz the line was backed up behind me. Oh, that's why and, they did it. Yeah. Cuz I've seen
1: managers like 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 the shift lead come out and go, "What are you doing? See this line? Mm-hmm. We can't do that." Go. Go you good, you good, you good. Yeah. Yo, yeah. okay, he has a pocket knife on the side of it, or he has a pocket knife pouch on his belt. Check him, make
0: sure he doesn't actually have the knife. Uh, oh, they <laughs> wouldn't even, I probably could have walked in with a chainsaw and a machete in each hand, and they would have been like, just go. Why are you stopping? Go. It's it, The convention entrance is right there. You got to keep walking, sir. So what else are you, uh, so what are you working on right now? Right now? Um, right now. Hey, it's right, right tomorrow. Second, yeah. Uh, Right now, uh, I'm actually getting together with another uh, huge movie fan, uh, Anthony Holden, and we're going to start doing a podcast on movies, just pure, strictly movies, uh, here at the uh, Detroit Foundation, too. Yeah, we're recording at the Det- um, the
1: foundation studio at the Detroit Foundation Hotel in downtown Detroit, yep. right across. We could actually see the TCF Center, formerly known as Cobble Hall, and you're going to be recording here. Um, yes. That's awesome. Um, I- I'll make sure to wipe down the mics when I'm done. Uh, try at least
0: to you know get the stains
1: out a little bit. Okay. You know? Well, you know what? And the couch. It's a gift. It's a gift. The gift that keeps on giving. I, I, now, one thing um, on Amazon, you can't buy beer. But if you have to shop on Amazon, you smiled on Amazon because to no cost. Yes, I'm shoehorning something in here. Uh, Coupon <laughs> code Toden for 10 percent off. No, no, this no? is not an affiliate code. No. Smiled on I was Amazon. Say, if you got an affiliate code for Amazon, you're in. <laughs> I got like three of them, but I don't use any of them no more. Oh, I don't use any of them. I don't ask anyone to use anyone, anybody's affiliate code because Smiled on Amazon, um, to no cost to you, a portion of it goes to charity.
0: And yes. you get to choose that charity. Doctors Without Borders every single time.
1: Uh, DV Farm every single time because we're on DV How Radio. Dare you. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go search DV Farm. How are you going to, you know what? Are you saying a veteran homeless? housing is not worth it especially when they get the rehabilitation that they're not going to get anywhere else these are for the people that the VA says no they're we're tired of sending you through these are the people that all the other rehab facilities don't want that's those are the people the DV farm wants and they bring them to their farm and they and they work with horses and they and they they work with chickens um you know I got a love for chickens um, and and all that stuff and their program works as well it's very limited seating uh or how bedding, excuse me. They only have a very small limit of beds, under 10 actually. Um, but yeah, um, uh, so that's our charity of choice, D V farm. You can show support for them in many different ways. I just say smile Amazon, because if you're gonna shop on Amazon, why not? I mean you could always just buy coffee uh as well, which also helps too, uh which is you could go on their thing. Uh I know one thing is Battlegrounds, which helps D V either helps D V farm or uh, the DV farm, uh, DV farm or DV radio, but well, go check that. I think it helps the DV farm out. Um, but yeah, you can find all that information at DV farm.org. And of course I'm on DV radio. So dvradio.net. and the coffee is really awesome. Thank you. Um, DV uncle fester for sending me, uh, some battlegrounds coffee. It's amazing from Mabora coffee. Again, not a sponsor. I'm doing favors here. Um, okay. Um, Tell me, I want to know one more funny
0: story. Can you give me one more story? So one time during a screening, there was one very obnoxious person that was kind of there. Uh, I want to say the movie was for Lonely Island Pop Star, released in 2016, because it was a magical moment, because not only was that a great movie, but this was an amazing person that decided to cause an interruption during the movie and got kicked out, tried to sneak back in. Failed to sneak back in, got kicked out again, and when the movie stopped or when the movie ended, was still outside arguing with theater management about how they should be paid for their time because they didn't even get to see the movie because they were kicked out. Do you know why they were kicked out? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, they were on their phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was one of those magical moments. But it's the first time that I ever saw somebody get kicked out that tried to get back in. Uh, security went, no, 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 you're you're done. You don't get two chances. This isn't baseball. And then when leaving, saw them for a third time arguing with management of the movie theater. That had nothing to do with the screening itself. And that was magical in a way that... This
1: magic moment. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, it's one of those things that you kind of go man, I hope that nobody has to deal with that, but I really want to see it happen. And I will always remember that. Because <laughs> it was a good movie. It was a movie that I was really excited to see. It was an annoying person that was kind of ruining the movie, watching them get kicked out. It's like the trifecta of perfect. And they were still getting kicked out. And they were out still there. <laughs> uh, when they were leaving. Yeah. And then another one, not so much a funny story, but kind of more of a, Oh, that's kind of interesting. When I went to go see Suicide Squad? Yeah, Suicide Squad. Uh, First, Oh, I'm all ears. Oh, yeah. So... movie theater packed it filled in every little gap and everything and there were still people in line to try and get in and everything oh, like wow. that and because they always give out more passes than there are seats because they want to try and fill as many as possible and most people that get passes don't show up yeah yeah you know there's gonna be no call no shows right and it's basically a first-come, 1st first serve for passes and everything. I remember I actually left work. The movie started – the screening started at 7. I left work at 4, and I was like, I'm not going to go home. I'm just going to go to the theater and just uh-huh. play games on my phone until the movie starts. And even I wasn't close to being first in line for it. Wow. So went to go see it, and then uh, it, theater packs. There's still a line to try and get in the theater, and security kind of goes – Is there anybody with an empty seat next to them and everything like that and a couple people raise their hands, like four more people file in and go take those seats and they come out and they go, is there any seat? If you are saving a seat for somebody that's in line, they're not getting in. So you're going to have to give up that seat to the next person in line. So if we see anybody like trying to hold a seat, just know they're not getting in. Just... So let somebody that is going to get in, get in and everything like that. A couple more people hold up their hands and go, yeah, there's one more seat. I was trying to hold it for somebody, but if they're not getting in, give the seat to them. A couple minutes go by and uh, they walk in with uh, somebody going, this person says that uh, there's somebody holding a seat for them. Uh, Just raise your hand real quick. Where are you at? So we can get you guys situated and person goes, oh yeah, that's me, that's my wife, and everything like that. And they go, cool, come out with me, and kicked them out. Brought two new people in, and took those two seats. Good, and, they are my heroes. Yeah, and it was great. And then by the end of the movie, the theater was about only two thirds full still. <laughs> people had walked out of that movie. It was a fun movie. <laughs> But goddamn it, everything else about that so movie. So better than Batman v Superman.
1: <laughs> he's he's contemplating it. He's contemplating. Oh, he 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 realized that it's the truth. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, he's accepting it. He's fighting it, but he's about <laughs> to accept it because at least Batman v Superman had Ben Affleck in an armor bat suit. <laughs>
1: And now you can see the drool coming from his mouth. Ooh, (laughs) Ben Affleck. Oh, Ben
0: Affleck is a dreamy dude. And now he's uh, drinking water to get rid of the drool around. (laughs) I'm very parched right now thinking about this.
1: Hey, Brad, thank you for coming. How can oh, yeah. people follow you? And and I'm sure you're going to announce when the podcast is coming out. And oh, yeah. uh, I know you have tons of movie reviews and stuff. Where they can where can they find all this stuff?
0: Uh, 8bitwaffles.com. So that's the numerical 8bitwaffles.com. And that's where we post all our movie reviews, our stupid little opinion pieces on different things, like our movie theater experiences and stuff. And whatever, we just decided to kind of discuss there around geek culture as well as the backlog of all our podcasts before, which we used to call the breakfast table. We've kind of scrapped that and kind of moving on to different projects because that's what keeps things fun is kind of going, that didn't work as well as we would hoped. Let's move on to something else and have some fun with it. And, of course, I'm Toten from
1: Toden's Media Literary Sandwich. And you can go to MediaAlertsSandwich.com, Totem.com. And, of course, I, there's a Patreon, which is not just for the podcast, but it's for my event work, too, which we talked a little bit about today. So you just go to Patreon, look up Toden, and maybe you'll, you'll see me. Hi. Um, and on DV Radio, every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm in the chat room. And uh, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed our discussion. Hope you enjoyed, uh, what's my normal thing? Uh, uh, Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed our discussion. And may the algorithms be in your favor.
0: Also Patreon for the fifth
1: time this podcast. (laughs)